0: Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you on the Word Restores. Amen. This is Elder Jewel. Uh, hallelujah. I have to remember who I am. Amen. <laughs> we all have to remember who we are in Christ. Amen. You know, um, about two weeks ago, we started on this um, this topic of grace. And we wanted to go through and find out what is this grace anyway? And um, as we went along, we, we also need to know, what is God's part in this? And wait a minute, do we have a part to play in this grace? Amen. So in the last broadcast um, that we dealt with grace, we talked about grace not being justice. We're not talking about justice. Grace not being mercy, being spared of what we deserve. No. We're not speaking of that, but what we are looking at is grace is being given what we do not deserve. A sinner like me, and somehow God saw it in his heart to save me. Grace, amen. Some things we are going to touch on today. This part of our broadcast will be on what is God's part? Amen. Because we need to know what God is doing. We touched on grace, what it is. We looked at scriptures that dealt with grace. But now, 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 let us delve just a little bit further into finding out what is grace. God doing. Amen. What is his part in this grace? The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. And before we start, we want to set the tone and we're, we, we're going to play about it maybe a minute of it and then get back to it much later. But we really need to set the tone about grace and what God's doing, His part. Hallelujah.
1: If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I don't know where I would be. Fellowship, let's go.
2: My testimony is real. <laughs>
0: hallelujah. Did we say grace? Amen. Everybody say what? Grace. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. What is this grace? Mm. Lord Jesus, he gave us what we do not deserve. All right, let's break this down now for God's part. And I, I think that 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 sums it up about him giving us what we don't deserve. But let's break it down through the scriptures. Uh, first, I want to, and if you are listening and taking notes, um, I will give you the scripture references as we go along. Amen. But take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. The Apostle Paul starts his, his uh, epistle to the uh, Corinthians and he said, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a lot in here and um, I'm going to unpack it with additional scriptures. But when I think about verse 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, and I see grace be unto you, grace to you. I, I pray grace for you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we look at what is God's part, somehow this grace comes from him. Amen? This grace comes from. From God, and that is something that we we must we must always remember you know that this this grace is not something that you and I play with that you and I assume that we have it and I'm talking about this grace amen no 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 no, this is coming from God the Father and you know we have to ask ourselves why is he also saying, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 4 says, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God, which is given you by Jesus Christ. The grace of God. So we know that the grace is coming from God. God's part now, we're asking the question. Amen. So the grace comes from God, but it is given to you and to me. How? by Jesus Christ and we have to understand and we have to question ourselves what does he mean by given by Jesus Christ it's actually it's coming from God the Father and what we are being told is is that it is given to us by God the Son wait a minute how do we take a look at these scriptures to find out what this gift is all about and given amen Ephesians 4, chapter, chapter 4, verses 4 to 7, and I, I need to quickly turn to it because I would really like to read from verse 4 um, all the way to verse 7, and I was not as prepared as, as I thought I would be to get into uh, Ephesians 4, but here we are, here we are, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Ephesians chapter four verses four to seven. There is one body. I want to be be careful about what I'm reading here. Yes. Amen. There is one body and one spirit. Even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So we're looking at the unity of the Spirit. But unto, verse 7, every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So we know that the Grace is coming from God. Amen. And even in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, we are told that the grace of God is given to us by whom? By Jesus Christ. And here we are in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7, we are told that unto everyone is given grace. We all are given grace grace amen according to the measure of the gift of christ so are we saying that there may be more grace given to one than to the other yes i do believe that's what we see amen so i'm i'm going to wait until our next episode to see our responsibility okay our part that we are playing in this receiving of the grace so that I can maintain this narrow focus on what is that grace? Who is that person who is giving this grace? Amen? Where is this coming from? What is God's part to play in this grace? So what we are seeing here in verse 7 of Ephesians 4 is that it's given to everyone. Amen? According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Amen. All right. Now we know that he gave a lot of gifts. He gave gifts unto all men. Amen. Um, and as as we go along, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So here is here is the measuring out. Hallelujah. Here's the measuring out of the grace. Amen. Because there is a purpose. And I'm gonna touch on the purpose now, but we will get back. What was the purpose for this grace by way of the gifts? Amen. The gifts of uh, the apostles and the prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for you and I to be perfected, for the work of the ministry, for you and I to be complete in our ministry. Amen. When we are complete in our ministry, the body is edified. The body is fully edified. Amen. So, your part that you play and God's part that He plays they are both different amen but for us is perfecting of ministry there's a lot more for us there's a lot more but i want to focus let's get back to that focus about the grace amen the grace coming from god a gift oh hallelujah a gift and and we will see in the scriptures that even though we say that it is given by Jesus Christ, we always have to see that it is the gift of God. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 10. The apostle Paul is telling the Corinthians, according to the grace which is given unto me unto him as a wise master builder. So that's That's what is given through the grace. Amen. He says, I laid the foundation. Another builds. He says, but let every man take heed how he builds on it. Amen. So the gift, the grace of God is given. Okay, what is the grace so that we can, we'll make sure that we can go back to what is the grace, amen, is being given what we do not deserve. So even if we have been given this grace of God to build, to build a foundation for the truth of the gospel, hallelujah, which is what the apostle Paul was given, amen, he could not do it except through God, by his grace, that he gave it to him. Amen? And as we are reading and we are discussing the scriptures, I would, I would like you and me to just think about what areas he has given to us. Amen? Oh, through his grace, Paul laid the foundation for the scriptures. What is it? What is that gift of God that he has given to you? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The gift from God, coming from God. Here's another one. Oh, hallelujah. First Peter, chapter 5, verse (laughs) 5. Peter says, listen, you young people, submit yourselves to the older ones. Yeah all of you be subject one to another, be clothed with humility. Why? For God resisted the proud and gives grace to the humble. It is that gift from God. That he that he gives it to you so that you will be able to withstand, oh hallelujah, in the evil day and having done all to stand. Standing with humility, amen, hallelujah. So he resists the proud. He, he will not give grace, oh hallelujah. Because you notice the word resist, okay, I'm pushing back at you. He resists the proud and he gives grace grace to the humble, allows you, gives you that gift to allow you to maintain your humility, hallelujah, in face of the issues that are surrounding you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. the the gift of God the gift of God amen that's our grace and why am I emphasizing the gift because he has to give it to you you notice remember we talked about the measure he's got to give it to you so God has the plan God has it and he's giving you he's passing his grace Amen. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Psalm 84 and 11. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he uphold from them that walk uprightly. The Lord will do what? Will give grace. Oh, hallelujah and glory. I'm focusing on the grace right now. And then he says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And this touches on what we will really drill into on the next broadcast. What are some of our amen what are some of our responsibilities oh hallelujah what part do we have to play but you notice that he is given grace First, we looked at the humble, amen. He resists the proud, hallelujah, and he gives grace to the humble, allowing the humble to go through. And now he's saying, he, he's not going to, I mean, as long as you need something and as long as he's, he, he, he he is willing to give it at that time, because remember, he's sovereign, amen, he says, no good thing will he withhold from them. That walk uprightly. So we've got a part to play. Amen. So the number to call is area code three one three eight seven one nine six five six three one three eight seven one nine six five six. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! This grace, this grace, this grace. Where do you see this gift from God in your life? Where do you see this grace in your life? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And, you know, it's, it's so interesting that, that we serve such an awesome God. He's such an awesome God that he, even in his word, he is make, ensuring that you understand where his grace lies. Amen. And how it comes forth to you and to me. Hallelujah. And before we go ahead, let us continue. Hallelujah with our song. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You've got to have grace.
1: If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I don't know where I would be. Fellowship, let's go.
2: My testimony is real.
0: Hallelujah, grace. Hallelujah. I want to turn this around, turn this just a little bit, and let us talk about the fullness of grace. Hallelujah. Now, we know grace comes from God. Amen? We know grace is a gift from God. But I want to read from the book of John, chapter 1. And many of us know this. When we start with John 1 and 1, amen, in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, John chapter 1, verse 1. But I want to flow through a couple of the the scriptures, a couple of the verses of the scriptures to get down to the crux of our grace, amen. So John chapter 1, amen. Amen. So I'm going to just start with in the beginning. In the beginning, you and I know, in the beginning was what? Was the Word. Amen. And the Word was with God. Amen. And the Word was God. I want us to let that soak in for a minute because in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. But wait a minute. It was with God, and yet the word was actually God. Amen? Something for us to think about, think about, think about. Yes, and this same, the same word was in the beginning with God. Oh, hallelujah. And we can go on. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it. Not the darkness couldn't understand this light that was shining. Oh, my goodness. I can imagine the darkness screeching because of the light. But wait a minute. I want to get down to verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Watch this. Full of grace and truth. The fullness of grace. Oh, hallelujah. There's nothing more full than full. Amen? And that is so awesome when we think about the Word being made flesh. And you and I know that the Word being made flesh was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, God the Son. And he came. He lived with us. Amen? Full of grace. Full of grace. Not half full. Not just a tiny bit of grace. He had grace, oh hallelujah, full of grace and truth. And of his fullness have we all received, oh my goodness, we got some of his fullness of grace. And grace for grace in its fullness. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Oh hallelujah. Mm, Praise the Lord. I want to tie this scripture about being full of grace, about Jesus being full of grace, to 1 Peter chapter 5. And I'm going to read from verse 8, verses 8 to 10. And we are told, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, is walking about seeking whom he may devour. He's telling us to resist in the faith, knowing that the same affliction is accomplished in our brethren that are in the world. Verse 10. But the God of all grace. God's got it. Mm. The God of all grace, who had called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that we have suffered a while. He prays that that this God of all grace will make us perfect, establish, and strengthen, and settle us. Amen. Why is he praying this? Because we do not deserve it. But he is praying that we we are given God's grace. It remember, it is the great grace of God. And now we are reading the God of grace. All grace, not some grace, not a tiny little bit of grace. Amen. So this gift of God is a gift that's in its fullness. God's got the grace in his fullness, in its fullness, amen, there is no other place that you need to go for the grace, oh, hallelujah, how awesome is that, there's no other place that you need to go for grace, amen, because that shows us that we have to turn to the Lord when we recognize that we are doing things and things are happening that we don't, that, you know, we deserve to have this punishment, and yet, by his grace. Mm. By his grace, he gives us not what we deserve, but what we don't deserve. He goes over and above because he's got it all, the God of all grace. Amen. And listen, this God of all grace, what what is he saying here? That he will make you perfect. He will establish you, strengthen you, settle you. Oh, hallelujah. No matter what is happening, he has it all to dispense with. Hallelujah. So obviously, it will be according to his will. Amen. Yes, but We're talking about his grace. He's got it. And he's got it to the fullness. And even when we spoke of Jesus, God the Son, we talked about him being full. Oh, hallelujah. Full of grace. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know, this leads us, when we go back to John chapter 1, this leads us into what is this grace for? We know it's coming from God, but what is it? Every once in a while we see abide Jesus. Why? For what? What is going on here? Amen. Well, let's take a look at John chapter one again and just reading verses sixteen and seventeen. He says, Of and of his fullness, remember the fullness of grace have all we received. And grace for grace. We've received grace for grace. For the law was given by M- Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. What is it that Jesus Christ did that allowed us to have grace? See, grace was the catalyst for our salvation. Jesus his fullness of grace, the catalyst for us to be saved. Amen. Oh, my Lord, I want to read Ephesians, and then we can we we can see we can see this um, a little bit closer. As a matter of fact, let's go to Hebrews chapter two, verse nine. First, verse nine says that we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. So we see him crowned with glory and honor, that he, Jesus, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Through the grace of God, amen, he becomes the catalyst for our salvation, tasting death for you and for me. Oh, hallelujah, tasting death for every single one of us, whether we believe it or not. But even if we don't, the scripture tells us, John 3 and 16, that God so loved the world, amen, that he gave his only begotten son. He gave him, there's the gift again, that whosoever, oh Lord, believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, that he by the grace of God should taste death, amen. He gave up his son, To taste death, the punishment for our sins. Hallelujah. Grace for grace. The punishment for our sins. But grace. But for the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Grace for grace. Amen. And now we can go to Ephesians. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. I'm walking through the scriptures on grace, and I, I pray that you are getting something out of it. Amen. The number to call is area code 313 8719656. 313 8719656. We're talking about grace, the grace that comes from God. Amen. We understood what grace was. Well, what is this thing that God is doing? Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 1 to 5, so we'll put it in context. Ephesians 2 and 1, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, my Lord. Mm. among whom also we also had our conversation you and I did in times past in the lust of the flesh mm-hmm, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind yeah we were doing our own thing and were by nature the children of wrath even as others even as those others over there but you know but God brought us out but God verse four, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us watch it now even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. Why with Christ? Here's the parenthesis. By grace, you were saved. By grace. All of this explanation is to ensure that we understand that this gift of God, this gift of grace from God is the catalyst for our salvation and Jesus, full of grace, amen. Full of grace was the one, and that's the reason why we see that He came. This grace came by Jesus Christ, He was the catalyst for our salvation. What he has done on the cross for you and for me is the catalyst. If you don't want to call it a catalyst, you can call it, a, a let's say, even a medium for the salvation. But what we are looking at is, and, and, you know, I've used the word catalyst a couple of times, so let me just touch on this. It's the stimulus, the impetus, the spark that we need amen from the dictionary we read that a catalyst is a substance that increases the rate of a chemical reaction without itself undergoing any chemical change so this catalyst let's let's take it out of the scientific arena it will increase amen in our salvation it it pushes us into our salvation, but the grace is not changing. God doesn't change. Amen? The gift didn't change, but the effect of the gift has moved us towards our salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my Lord, that's Ephesians chapter 2, amen? Chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, and in verse 5 we read, even when you were dead in sins, he was the one who made us alive together in Christ. And he wants to remind us, because he talked about the mercy of God, God who is rich in mercy, because he loves us so much, amen, because for mercy it's being spared of what we deserve. But now the grace, amen, is being given what we don't deserve. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. I mean, we have to stop with a a praise break, when we talk about Jesus, amen, and the grace of God that came through him, through his work on the cross, hallelujah, for you and for me. By grace, we are saved. We could not save ourselves, not even out of a paper bag. We could not save ourselves. All we could do was continue in our sin. But God, All we could do was do what what is being done today. But God took us and pulled us out of a sinful state, out of the life that we were living. Oh, hallelujah. Being controlled by the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, even now, even today. But he brought us out and brought us into his marvelous light. Amen. That same light that the darkness just can't understand. Have you ever wondered why people look at you and they just don't get how you used to run with them before, and they just can't get it now? What is going on? He done gone flipped on us. I think he' crazy. I think she's gone off the deep end amen that's the type of thing that people are thinking of just because the grace of god has touched us oh lord and it became that catalyst to bring us to salvation at the appointed time amen we don't run with them anymore and and here's a warning i heard it and i speak it don't go back Don't go back. Next week we talk about a scripture on the next broadcast about frustrating the grace of God. Amen? Frustrating his grace. No, we don't want to do that. Just don't go back. We know where we were. Each and every one of us know what we've done in our life. And each and every one of us understand that God has taken us and moved us out from that lifestyle. And he has brought us into his marvelous light, into the kingdom. So my, my, my plea to you right now is, don't go back, my brother. Don't go back, my sister. Amen. Amen. Here's another catalyst. Oh, hallelujah. Here's another catalyst. We talked about grace being, the grace of God being a catalyst. For our salvation, amen. Because it's coming from God through Jesus, amen. For our salvation, amen. Let's turn to Romans chapter 4, and we're going to read from verses 13 to 16. Uh, This is kind of exciting to me, and I hope it is to you too, because, you know, God is doing some awesome, awesome work. In us and through us. And I pray that we fully understand that. You know he's still in control. Amen. He's still in control. And when he dispenses that grace to you and to me. Hallelujah. Oh thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 4. Verses 13 to 16. We're talking about. Abraham's, the promise to Abraham. But we want to go just a little bit further. So we we say the promise um, that Abraham should be heir of the world was not to Abraham, to his seed, his children, through the law, but through the righteousness of faith, being righteous through faith. Amen. He believed. For if they which are of the law is, then faith is made void and the promise made of no effect, because the law works wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. If you don't have a law, you can sin as much as you want because you don't know right from less. You you don't know whether something is, is, is the way it should be or it is a sin, amen? But verse 16 says, therefore it is of faith, That it might be by grace, oh my Lord, to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not about about, um, my righteousness in the law, but by grace and by faith. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. All. Now let's look at the beginning of 16 again. It is a faith that it might be by grace. Grace was the catalyst for our faith. Grace, God's grace was the catalyst. Because if God's grace were not involved, I don't God wouldn't even look at us. Think about that. Because we would not deserve for God to look upon us. Because of our sinful state. And yet through his grace. He has given to us. Oh my Lord. Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Those of us who believe in him. Who have faith in him. Oh hallelujah. We can stand and say. I believe. And God's going to look at us and know. That we are his children. So it is the catalyst for our faith. We're talking about grace now. The catalyst for our faith. So we looked at grace and we saw it as the catalyst for our salvation. The catalyst for our faith. Amen. Because we are called through his grace. I want to touch on Galatians 1 and 15. And... And it's it's really simple. When it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, He called me by His grace. And and the the discussion continues. So I'm just pulling this one scripture because I want to show you that our calling, when God calls us, it's also by His grace, His grace, because. He's saying, "I'm calling you to be a minister of the gospel. I'm calling you for the next big scientific opportunity. I'm calling you that you may go forth and bring my ch- oh hallelujah, bring my children back home." Amen. Grace, I'm giving you that gift, so that you can do it, despite the fact that you don't deserve it, amen, because of your nature, your sinful nature. And yet, Jesus, oh Lord, all I can say is Jesus, and yet we have Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. And it is by Jesus, this grace from God, by Jesus, that brings us into our calling That God can turn and and he can look at us. And what he sees is what his son has done on the cross for our sins. And I thank God. My brothers and sisters, I ask you to thank God also. And now we're going to minister in song. We'll play another song for you. Hallelujah. And it's about His grace, yes, because we didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve it. Amen.
2: They ought to get excited and say it one more time oh. 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 Can you lift your hands and say oh Lord, oh Lord,
0: we praise. praise your name. Hallelujah. We continue to worship the Lord and we have we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, Mother. How are you? I am blessed, my sister. God bless you. Isn't it God. exciting to talk about God's grace? It, it truly is. It truly
1: is just listening to you. And, and it, it, it's a, as it says, an unmerited favor, Yes. nothing we can do
0: to earn it, Yes. There's nothing we can do to
1: discontinue Him from loving us. Oh, praise the Lord. And, oh, praise and that's it. what's the awesome
0: thing about it. Not, it has nothing to do with us. Mm. Amen. It has
1: to
0: do with us. Oh, hallelujah. I mean, oh,
1: hallelujah. It's so to hear you speak about it. It's, a, it, uh, it's so awesome. It,
0: yes, it's truly exciting to hear about God's grace, and and when we, I, I find that when we walk through the scriptures, you know we we see so much more about the grace, you know when we think about it, it being this catalyst for our salvation, for our faith, for even for our calling, you know, that that grace is something that's it truly is. <laughs>
1: The hands that hold the door, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> without ooh. it, just can't do anything.
0: Can't do a thing. Can't do a thing. Can't do
1: anything without it. And you know and that's... Think, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, it's, it's it's really when I think about us, you know, we always think that we are doing things ourselves.
1: Right.
0: right. And the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah.
1: That allows us to do everything that we do. Yes. And Amen. Because if you say, I love you no matter what.
0: There's nothing
1: that we can possibly do to stop him from loving
0: us. Oh, praise and the it's Lord. it's only through
1: his grace and mercy that he does love us, <laughs> you know. You can't even speak about what it is, you know. When you, when you just look at who he is, grace is who he is. Yes. He operates in grace. Yes, he, yes. He, he is grace. He operates in love. He is love. So to t- 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 think that, th- that that's who he is is makes me want
0: to do better within myself amen amen to love him even more even more
1: yeah yeah. Yeah, and and that calls me to love others
0: yes yeah and think about it when we say that he's the god of all grace amen and when we think of 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 jesus god the son as the fullness of grace that's oh my lord my lord my lord
1: the essence of what it is and who they are of who he is, Yes. Trinity, is that grace. Yes, There's yes. There's no words you can put to who, who, what it means to have that grace, because without it, mm. you couldn't have any of it, without A- grace.
0: Amen, amen. We would not be here. Oh, hallelujah. So well, I well,
1: just want to say, I just call and let you know I enjoy hearing you. I, I enjoy this topic of grace. I like can see the stumbling of the words that you can't even hardly put anything to, to even describe that word
0: of grace is just describing who god is amen amen yeah because we are talking about god's part by the time we Mm -hmm. get to the Mm -hmm. next to the next broadcast we want to see what our part is but god's part is awesome amen thank you my sister god bless you and i'm gonna say may the grace of god continue to be upon you in the name of jesus amen amen God bless, God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And uh, in the last, um, I would say, 10 minutes of our broadcast, we want to start our Um, our connection, if we can, with our Facebook family. So we'll say God bless you to our Facebook family. It's good to to have you in on the broadcast. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we are talking about, uh, we are in the second segment of our series on on grace, and we're looking at the grace of God. Amen. We did what is grace the last time, and this time we want to look at the grace of God. We know that it's coming from God. What we have done so far, if we were to summarize it, uh, we are definitely looking at grace as um, as God as the God of all grace. Don't even think that there is grace anywhere else, and yet we see Jesus as fullness of grace. Amen. He was full of grace and truth. And then we also recognize that grace is a catalyst. It is it is that thing that that causes other things, but that but that thing that causes it does not change. Amen. So grace being the catalyst for our salvation, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he should taste death for each and every one of us. My Lord, hallelujah. We also saw grace as the catalyst for our salvation. Because even when we were dead in sin, he made us alive together with Christ. And and we read in Ephesians chapter 2 and 5 that by grace we are saved Amen. So he's the catalyst for our salvation. He was also, and uh, not was, is also the catalyst for our faith. God bless you, Sister Sheila. Hallelujah. So because we recognize that through Jesus, amen, through Jesus is our faith. And it started way back before with the faith of Abraham. But as we are adopted, as, as, as into the family of Abraham through our faith, Amen, and because of Jesus, by by grace, by the grace of God, then we are the ones, my Lord, who are benefiting from this grace. Now, recognizing that we we recognize that. Um, that grace is, uh, that when we look at grace, is it's that we are given what we do not deserve. Amen. So we have been given that salvation through Jesus. Well, did we deserve it? You and I know the mess that we are in. You and I know the mess that we, we have been doing. Amen. And yet God chose to, to say, you are now one of mine because of what my son, hallelujah, because of what my son did on the cross. It is God's grace, amen, because we did not deserve it. Hallelujah. I do want to touch on one more catalyst that that I had uh, written here from the scriptures, and I'm going to have to make sure I find it before I talk about it. Yes, he's the catalyst also for our hope. Mm. His part, God's part, is the means by which you and I can have hope. And I want to go to Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and I'm going to read from verses 14 to 17. And the Apostle Paul is telling the Thessalonians, And us today, therefore, brethren, stand fast. Hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Hold on to the things that you have learned, amen? Verse 16, now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which had loved us and had given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, amen, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work, Watch it, verse sixteen. God the Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and God the Father who loves us, amen, they have given us an everlasting consolation. So this is not just there, there, everything is fine. No, 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 no. This is that we know, that we know, that we know that no matter what is happening, we know in our hearts that God is still God. God is there. God will take care of me. God is looking after me, amen, and good hope. Hope, Amen. Oh my God! Let's go back to faith. Is what the substance of things what hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen? So our hope, even that kernel, before we can even have faith, mm. before we can even have that, Amen. We tie it with our hope through grace. Always remember that all of these good things that we hear that they come down from the Father of lights. Amen. (laughs) I read that that he is the Father of lights. When I read about it and I think about what he has done for me and I think about his grace, I say thank God because you and I know that if we did not have hope, This day, we would be some sorry, sorry people. Amen. We would be truly in a sorry state, my Lord. Oh, hallelujah. So, But we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, sometimes we just have to stop for a minute and recognize what God is doing in our lives. Recognize that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side— you would still be asking the question as in the song. Amen? Where would I be? Where would I be? The things that I deserve, he did not give to me, but instead he gave to me what I did not deserve, even in my sinful state. Oh, my Lord, help us, Jesus. Help us to remember, Lord, I'm asking. Help us to remember who you are, Lord. Help us to walk worthy of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Mm, hallelujah. I really want to close out. We probably have another three or four minutes, but I really need to close us out um, and and. I'm going to the Old Testament, and I hope this works as our last scripture. Amen. This is in Jeremiah, chapter 31. Oh, my Lord. 31, verse 1. Now, I'm just going to read. At the same time, said the Lord, will I be God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. Now, you know that God has been warning, warning the Israelites of, of all the things that they have been doing and the idolatry and the things that took them away from him. Amen. But here he is saying, thus said the Lord in verse two, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. Those people who had had not had grace that the death sentence, they found grace in the wilderness. God looked after them even in the wilderness, even when they could not look after themselves. Even Israel went. I went to cause him to rest. And I just want to leave it like that and read verse 3. Because the Lord hath appeared of old time, saying, Yeah, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. That even as you, you went and you did the things that you did, the things that were sinful, I still loved you. And through my grace, my Lord, I kept you kept you you were in a sinful state and i'm not even talking about those people who were in israel Amen. They are long gone. But I'm talking about us today with us who are in the sinful state and who are in that state. Amen. He has loved us. And by his grace, he has saved us and he has held on to us. And he's looking after us and giving to us what we do not deserve. And we thank you for it, Lord. And we give you the honor, the glory and the praise. And we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you. For your grace, in the name of Jesus. And this is Elder Jewa signing off. May the grace of God be with you. Grace with all of them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Praise the Lord. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne Marie Jewell. Or call, send us a text to area code 313 0349. I'm your host. Elder Anne Marie Jewell, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.